This 17 News at Noon podcast is brought to you by Clinica Sierra Vista. Welcome back to the 17 News at Noon podcast, where we share your news on your schedule. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Maddie Jansen in today for Elena Rusk, and we begin with national news. Growing concern in the skies with the US military shooting down yet another unidentified object on Sunday, this time in Michigan. It comes after two other objects flying over Canadian and American airspace were also taken out over this weekend. NBC's Tom Costello has the latest on this mysterious trend. Across America's northern states and extending into Canada, American and Canadian militaries are on high alert after shooting down three unidentified flying objects just since Friday, the most recent on Sunday over Lake Huron. Huron capped a dramatic weekend. U.S. fighter jets targeted and shot down objects over Alaskan waters on Friday, then the Canadian Yukon on Saturday. They made the decision to shoot down the object that was uh, a threat to civil aviation and a potential threat to Canadians. It's not clear who might be sending the objects, whether they're designed for intelligence gathering or something else. But the Department of Defense says the latest object flew in proximity to sensitive DOD sites. Aviation authorities worry they could pose a serious risk to commercial aviation, including passenger planes. On Sunday, the FAA temporarily issued airspace restrictions over parts of Lake Michigan to support defense activities. The weekend shootdowns come after a fighter jet took out that suspected Chinese spy balloon off the coast of South Carolina nine days ago, after it spent days flying across the U.S. Now the U.S. military is looking at a wider range of radar data as it monitors North American airspace. Two U.S. defense officials tell NBC News objects that once might have been filtered out are now getting intense scrutiny. That was NBC's Tom Costello reporting. A Georgia judge is allowing portions of the Fulton County Special Grand Jury Report looking into possible interference in the 2020 election by former President Donald Trump and his allies to be made public. Three sections of the report will be released this Thursday. The three-day delay is to give both sides a chance to discuss possible redactions. In the ruling, the judge said the report includes recommendations for who should be indicted, but that part will remain sealed for now. The rest of the report won't be made public until the district attorney completes her investigation. All right, back here at home now and in your 17 court watch looking ahead to this week, the couple charged in the deaths of their adopted sons, Orrin and Orson West, are due back in court. Prosecutors allege that four-year-old Orrin and three-year-old Orson West were killed about three months before their adoptive parents reported them missing on December 21st of 2020. The boys' bodies have never been found. Thursday's hearing will be a status conference to possibly set a trial schedule. Prosecutor Eric Smith is currently in a trial that could last until late February, and attorneys representing Trizel and Jacqueline West said they are awaiting more evidence and are not currently ready to move forward with the case. Convicted murderer Jamie Osuna, charged with torturing and killing his cellmate at Corcoran State Prison, will be back in court this week. It's expected a preliminary hearing, hearing will be set at Wednesday's hearing. And Osuna is facing a new trial for the brutal murder of 44-year-old Luis Romero in their cell in 2019. At the time of Romero's death, Osuna was serving a term of life without parole for the torture slaying of Yvette Pena in Bakersfield. We took a deep dive into Osuna's life and the lives of his victims in our award-winning podcast, The Man with a Thousand Faces. You can listen to it on Apple, Spotify, and other sites.
Hello, this is Tim Callahan with Clinica Sierra Vista, and we're excited to unveil the Community Health Center of the Future, our comprehensive care center. It's located right across the street from Memorial Hospital. We have every service under one roof, from family medicine, OBGYN care, dental services for adults and children, behavioral health, and much more. So find your way to better care at Clinica Sierra Vista this year at our comprehensive care center. Visit our website, clinicasierravista.org, for the latest on this project. We'll see you soon. Bakersfield police say speed and alcohol caused a deadly crash in East Bakersfield this weekend. Investigators say it happened Sunday morning on East Truxton Avenue, just east of Union Avenue, when a speeding car crashed and then rolled several times, throwing two men out of the vehicle. One man was killed. The other is in the hospital and fighting for his life. Officers say alcohol appears to be a factor in this crash, but then there was a second DUI crash. The BPD says an unoccupied park parked patrol car was being used to block the road during the investigation when a suspected drunk driver hit the cruiser. That driver was evaluated and arrested on suspicion of DUI. 17 homicide tracker this afternoon. Bakersfield police are investigating a deadly shooting in East Bakersfield. Police tell us it happened around 2:15 Saturday afternoon on Clifton Street near MLK Boulevard. Officers confirmed that two people were shot. One died at the scene and a second victim's being treated for critical injuries. The BPD confirmed there was a shot spotter activation in the area, but it was a 911 call that alerted police to the shooting. Officers say there's no suspect information at the time. We'll continue to follow this story and bring you information as we learn more. And we're also learning more about a man who allegedly shot at people as they were driving by. Sheriff's deputies say that man was shooting at cars on Highway 119 and the 5 freeway. Officials say that one person was hurt but able to walk away. Deputies arrested 53-year-old Kurt Sibilia. He faces multiple charges, including attempted murder. Sibilla is being held on $620,000 bail, and he's due in court Wednesday. Quick traffic alert for you this afternoon. The Westside Parkway is shutting down for construction again. Crews will be working overnight to replace the overhead sign panel and install a new bridge mounted sign. The work is scheduled from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., closing all eastbound lanes going downtown from Coffee Road to Truxton Avenue. Happening tomorrow, the World Ag Expo is back. The Ag Expo is the largest annual outdoor agricultural exposition with more than 1,200 exhibitors and in attendance of more than 100,000 each year. The show offers a wide range of demonstrations and seminars so attendees can learn about the innovative agricultural products and equipment while you also network, try and buy. It's being held once again at the International Agri Center in Tulare tomorrow until the 16th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. 17 News has also learned that House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Congressman David Valadeo will be in attendance tomorrow. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Americans are expected to spend $25.9 billion on the holiday. And the Greater Bakersfield Chamber of Commerce is encouraging you to spend that money here at home. The Shop Local, Shop Now campaign aims to support locally owned operated businesses that then recirculate your money into the community. This month, the Chamber has an interactive map on their website that lists local sellers in retail, restaurant, and hospitality categories. As an additional perk for Bakersfield residents, when shoppers tag the Chamber on Instagram, at Baco Chamber, and use the hashtags, hashtag shop local, shop now, and hashtag Baco Chamber, they will also have the opportunity to be featured in the Chamber's Instagram feed. 
If you're looking for love this Valentine's Day, unfortunately, romance scams are more common than ever. Even if you don't use dating apps, you could still be targeted, according to the Better Business Bureau. Here are the signs. It typically starts with a direct message from a user you don't know, and when you reply, the conversation likely starts innocently enough. The BBB says scammers quickly profess to be in love with you without ever meeting in person, and a dramatic emergency seems to crop up whenever you plan to meet. The scammer might say you can help by wiring funds or sending prepaid gift cards. This is a huge red flag, and unfortunately, if you send money to a scammer, it's most likely gone for good. Pregnant women are being warned to avoid eating canned tuna after high mercury levels were reportedly found in five popular brands. Doctors say the neurotoxin can affect brain function and cause developmental delays and memory problems in children. Consumer reports say the following brands are impacted. Bumblebee, Chicken of the Sea, Safe Catch, Starkist, and Wild Planet. Light tuna tended to have less mercury than albacore. Four of the five companies insist their products are safe and within FDA standards. Consumer Reports recommend only one four-ounce albacore tuna serving per week. Over two million pregnant women were part of a new study published in the American Journal of Obstetrics, and researchers discovered that 86% of those women were exposed to wildfire smoke at least once a day, with an average of seven days of exposure. Some evidence shows each additional day increased the odds of delivering prematurely. Doctors say wildfire smoke could be the worst for pregnant women compared to any other type of pollutant. Some good news ahead of Valentine's Day. Marilyn Monroe famously sang that a kiss may be grand. It turns out dentists agree. Dentist Dr. Alan Clark says a passionate peck will promote saliva production, which can neutralize acid from harmful bacteria. Swapping saliva may also boost your immune system, causing your body to create antibodies to help fight off future infections. Dentists warn kissing is not a substitute for regular brushing or flossing. Looking ahead, Whiskey Flat Days returns to the Kern River Valley this weekend. 50 miles east of Bakersfield along Highway 178, Kernville will be transformed into Whiskey Flat. Whiskey Flat Days is held every President's Day weekend. And it's a leap back to the good old days of the Wild West when the area was settled by gold miners, cattle ranchers, and trappers. Kernville will revert to its old name, Whiskey Flat, for the nostalgic day of days of fun. Activities include parades, a rodeo, carnival rides, of course, food and crafts and contests. You can uh, just head on up there and check it out and find more information at whiskeyflatdays.com. The 17 News at Noon podcast is a production of KGET and Nexstar Media Group. For more on all of the headlines in today's show, head to KGET.com.